breakups are supposed to be really hard, right? Like some of the worst memories you probably have are probably from a really painful breakup. But Leah, our therapist friend, thinks that she just had the best breakup ever. And I want us to listen to this today to see, like, where did this go so right? Today on the show, welcome. Happy Monday. Hi, my name's Kramer, and I am proud to admit that I am a mama's boy. You're not just any mama's boy. You're a certified mama's boy. And this is the Certified Mama's Boy Podcast. Yes, thank you so much for joining us today. Some of you guys have been here for over 500 episodes. That's just freaking crazy. Uh, We are a podcast that's based in three principles. Live, laugh, love your mom. That means we live our lives out loud. We laugh a lot and we love my mom, my co-host, Nancy Yancey. Hi, mom. Hi, honey. Is it normal to not answer your phone when somebody calls, but instead to spend that time feverishly trying to google the number to find out who it is that's actually calling you do you do oh, that weird I, I realize that today doing that <laughs> oh my god y'all when my phone rings i get this might be this could be an introverted thing i guess maybe i don't know or maybe it's just a weird me thing like <laughs> if someone's calling me and i don't know the number uh-huh. i will as quick as humanly possible Close the phone app. You know, if it's like, if it's like ringing on the iPhone, I'll, I'll like minimize it or uh-huh. I'll come to my computer really quick if I'm in front of the computer and I'll uh-huh. Google the number that's calling me uh-huh. to then determine if I want to answer the call or not. I mean, typically I don't answer it, period, if I don't know it. But that's, if I get a chance to to like in the moment, if I'm around a computer, I can close my you know phone app fast enough to get to the web browser on there. Uh-huh. Uh, I will take the time to... Google the number instead of answering, just find out who it is. Hmm. Cause that's like massive amounts of anxiety for me, you know? Like, yeah. That drives me, that would like blow my mind. Couldn't do it. Could not do it. Do not want to risk an awkward conversation or having somebody I don't want to talk to. <laughs> like, Mom, what do you like? If, if the phone rings and you don't know the number, what do you do? I don't answer it. You just don't answer it and then you wait for a voicemail? Correct. I don't know why I take the time if I can to catch it. To yeah. Google who it is. Yeah. And it's worked pretty I, flawlessly, by the way. How do you even uh, do that? You just put the number in Google? Yeah, you just Google the phone number. Oh. Like, for no example, idea. I got a call on a Sunday. Who the hell's calling me from a 410 number? That's a that's the area code here in Maryland. Uh-huh. I'm like, who's calling me on a Sunday afternoon? Uh-huh. There's who no one it? that needs to be called, but, but like, maybe it's something cool. <laughs> you know? Yeah. What Somebody that like wants to be your friend. A lottery. What happens? It's like a lottery. <laughs> They did this, yeah. this thing for a while called Vax Cash. I think it's over now. But like when people that got vaccinated were a chance had a chance to win fifty thousand oh. dollars every day or something like that. Oh. Um what happens it was that and I missed it. And they moved on the next person. I mean, you just never mm-hmm. know. Mm-hmm. It was just the University of Maryland to remind me that I had a doctor's appointment. Oh. <laughs> um, nothing too crazy. But um I just I realized I did that. I'm like as, as I'm doing it, I'm like, I don't think this is a typically normal human being thing to do though. Mm-mm. I, just I didn't would really guess see. that it isn't. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I've I, never, uh, I've never done that. I didn't even know you could do that. Yeah, you can Google never it. I don't even know about it. Somebody, but. somebody, text me. Let me know if you do that or not. If you do it, will you text me eight 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 Kramer eight, and then I'll Google your number before I text you back to see who it is. But um, eight 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 Kramer eight. You can text me if that's something you do. Because I was like, that that's that seems like an odd, odd thing to do. Can I give you a um, unlikely or surprisingly positive 
movie review that I watched over the weekend. That's really what I, I do. I do. Yeah, I was let's doing my taxes. Hear it. Something good. I was doing my taxes this weekend. Um, and I, I, I probably should turn on music, but for some reason, last year I was watching a bunch of movies as I was doing my taxes and it kind of helped the process. I could like stop for a little bit. Yeah. And, like, you know, watch the movie and then, you know, nothing that I really wanted to like watch terribly, you know, like mm-hmm. I can't wait to see this or just like, you know, the movies I kind of putting off on. So the mm-hmm. first one I watched was Sonic the Hedgehog movie, which, <laughs> no. uh, yeah, all these are, are age inappropriate. I don't even know why, but like I, I've been wanting to watch it ever since it came out, like what, two years ago or something like that. <laughs> and know. it was like, my, it's like my, you know, my B list, C list of movies that I wanted to see. So I was like, I should watch Sonic the Hedgehog. So I watched that. <laughs> And then after that, I um, I turned on Disney Plus, and the first thing that was up there was the Chip and Dale movie. Oh my god! Do you remember Chip and Dale, Mom? Yeah. Why is there a movie about them? They've been right? gone forever. And that's what I thought too. I was like, no, like, like Chip and Dale. If you're an '80s it? baby, then like Chip and Dale Rescue Rangers, like was your show back in the day, <laughs> right? Like Darkwing Duck. Um, oh, yeah. what else I used to watch, Mom? It was like that Darkwing Duck. It was Chip and Dale. It was um, Smurfs. Oh, it yeah. was Smurfs, Smurfs. Was there any other show that I love? Like, like and I'm talking like that, that same time period. Mm-hmm. Animaniacs, but that may have been a little bit later. Mm-hmm. Um, but I loved, like, I loved Chip and Dale. It was like one of my favorite. It was that Darkwing <laughs> Duck that I was really like way into, right? <laughs> so I saw that there was a, a Chip and Dale movie, and I'm like, what? Like this, what Disney's really stretching on. I don't even know why I opened Disney plus. I rarely ever <laughs> watched that. I, I can't remember the last time I watched Disney plus. Um, so I, I turn it on y'all best movie of the year. Hands down. Best movie what? I've seen. This whole entire year. No way. So, so good. So, I'm, I'm a almost 39 year old man. So good. <laughs> Highly recommend this movie. And I never thought I'd be recommending the Chippendale remake movie, uh-huh. but it was so good. You can pass on Sonic the Hedgehog. That's it was okay. It was fine. So um, Chip and Dale that you, made it so great because I think it's because it was kind of made for adults. I mean, it's, it's a kids movie, but it's made for adults that were like to watch as well of that time period. Um, mm-hmm. It just it referenced so many cartoons. And <laughs> things that were popular, like when we were from kids, it was 80s? very nostalgic. Yeah, it was or very from nostalgic. From the 70s, I guess. I want to see what that, I want to see what review that got. Because I would, I, honestly, best movie I've seen all year. I cannot recommend a <laughs> a movie more to you than the Chip and Dale. Um, all right, let me see. Chip and Dale Rescue Rangers. This is the film. It got a, it got a 79% on Rotten Tomatoes. So that oh. means like, 80% of the um the reviews are positive. That's pretty good. Who would have known? Mm-mm. Um it's got uh I didn't know John Mulaney in it. It's got Andy Samberg and Seth Rogen. So like it's like those knuckleheads, you know? Yeah. So I don't know. I was very impressed. <laughs> like highly impressed with the Chip and Dale's movie. If you um it was Let's like but it, like, like reference it. I know. I don't, I mean I don't know. There's some movies I latch onto that are not age appropriate that I just fall in love with. That was one of them. <laughs> Disney Plus, go check it out. Same way with the Paddington Bear movie. Didn't think I'd like it. Probably oh, one of yeah. my favorite movies of all time. Yeah. Don't even know why. That was the sweetest. Super cute movie, right? Uh-huh. 
Those are two yeah, you need to add to your list. They're too. very good. Um, yeah. I know. I can't believe it. When I say I'm almost 39, that blows my mind. <laughs> I'm really going, I think I'm hitting my midlife crisis. You think you think are in, now? I, I think I'm I, like the last, I think I am. I think this is like, I don't think I've acted on it yet, but I think, I think I'm going through my mental midlife crisis right now. Hmm. I took it out on Jess last week. Jess's birthday was yesterday right. and she turned 29 and I'm like, oh, <laughs> aren't you just like so depressed that like you're at the end of your twenties? Like you're never going to be 20 again after this year. She's mm-hmm. like, not really. I'm like, mm, yeah, no. It's like your innocence is like gone now. Like you're oh, adult, like your life's basically are hard. over. She's like, no, I wouldn't, be in like, my, 20, I wouldn't want to be in my twenties again. No, 29 to, 29 to 30. I was completely fine. Did not mm-hmm. care. Mm-hmm. I'm, I am not because, okay. So this is our last week of shows before the, um, my mom and I are going to be on a break next week mm-hmm. and then we'll be back on the sixth. Mm-hmm. Uh, is that right? Yeah. Okay. Back on the sixth. Mm-hmm. All right. I think so. Yeah. Back on the sixth. When we get back home so, on the sixth. Yeah. I don't know. I'll figure that out. Maybe get a little screwy. Okay. Um, so I don't know why 39, like I'm really, really like struggling with the idea Hmm. of 39 Hmm. because I know the next year is 40. (laughs) You know what I mean? 40 to me always just seems so old. But it's almost no. like I'm getting, I'm su- I'm getting stuck like, to a black hole that like I can't – I mean I can't stop it. But like it seems mm-hmm. like 40. Mm-hmm. I think it's because literally I'm so not what I thought I was going to be by the age of 40. Well, you don't know yet. It's a year away. I, uh, it's true. But like we're – we are rounding home for uh, third base, whatever mm-hmm. that baseball term is. <laughs> uh, we're getting close to 40 is what I'm trying mm-hmm. to say. Mm-hmm. And I'm really like – I don't know. This is this will be the last week you talk to me as a as a thirty eight year old on this podcast, and next year I'll be thirty nine. What happens if this is not entertaining? Anymore? Oh, that's true. You know, this is it. This is a bit of it. It'll be my true. birthday in between. My birthday's on the third. That's right. So I don't know. I'm really. Did you struggle thirty into forty, mom? Oh, I don't think so. You know, I I had Maggie when I was thirty eight, so I was definitely into baby stuff, and you know, you were. That's six. true. Yeah. You kind of got like a second lease on 30s. <laughs> you yeah. were kind of doing like 30-year-old things even though you were turning to 40. You know, I would That's say we're exactly taking like classic right. classic mm-hmm. things. You were kind of yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. As of me, I'm doing like I'm doing like 19-year-old things. <laughs> <laughs> well, maybe when Which, you're 80, you'll feel 39. <laughs> I don't know. See, that would be awesome. I don't know why it's why it's bothering me so much. <laughs> um we're going to do something this week that I think is going to be kind of cool. And I hope that you'll participate in this because it's only going to work if every person listening right now participates. And I, think about how you want to do it, whatever you, whatever you feel comfortable with. But I hope that you really will participate in this this week. I told you that I wanted to do a struggle transparency week, mm-hmm. which is – and how, I don't remember how I came up with this. Um, but it was – I think my friend just got back from – or was, was actually in Costa Rica. Mm-hmm. And something nice happened – and she was like, I just get her, oh, she's like with this group, right? Mm-hmm. And they're all spiritual, you know, like mm-hmm. everybody seems so happy on the surface kind of thing. But then she realized as the week went on that like 
they're struggling because she was kind of like, man, like everybody seems like they got their life together and so mm-hmm. happy. And, uh, but only to realize that like even these people that on the surface mm-hmm. are seemingly extremely happy. Um, that deep down they're still, they're still ever like they're struggling. And then she really had that awareness of like, Oh my God, like, you know, we don't talk, we really don't really talk about our struggles enough mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, to make everyone not feel so isolated. Mm-hmm. So, because it does, it, it, it seems like your problem, you're the only person having problems right now, doesn't it? Doesn't it feel right. like your life Everybody, is the only one Everyone puts through? on, yeah, this happy face. Yeah. Like their life is great, just like they do on their post on Facebook. And so I thought what we'd do this week is do what I'm going to call the struggle transparency week. And what I would like for you to do is to somehow reach out to me. And you can do that in many of ways. Obviously we can get a comment. We can get a thread going on the certified fans page, but I know that like you might want to be anonymous and that's fine too. Mm -hmm. You can always text me, you know, and I want to know like what, what you're struggling with right now. But again, this is not going to work if nobody participates. Mm-hmm. What's so funny is we have, we have thousands of people that listen and like very few participate. But I got to be honest, mm-hmm. like I, I'm not a participator either. You know what I mean? Like I get mm-hmm. so mad sometimes when like people don't call the radio station for something I really need them to call for, like for a bit to be successful. <laughs> and I'm like, I would never, like I love shows. <laughs> I never call. I love podcasts. Like I love, all, I would, would I ever participate in this? Probably not. So I'm listening. I'm asking you to go outside of your comfort zone. Because uh-huh. if not, it's going to be extremely <laughs> awkward the rest of the week. I want to see if I think we can make this last the whole entire week. Because what I, what I wanted to do is I want you to text me with what you're struggling with right now. Or you can, you know, DM me. I'm probably going to, I'm going to put something on my Instagram as well. Um, you can email me. You can go to the website and submit it anonymously. My email address, by the way, if you ever need me, is thatguykramer at gmail.com. You can go to certifiedmamasboy.com and submit your story anonymously, whatever you want to do. But I hope that you really will take the time because I think that you're going to participate in something that will be very meaningful to someone because I guarantee you that there's probably going to be somebody else listening to this podcast or on my social media that's struggling with the same thing that you're struggling with. And so what I want to do is, and I'll I'll keep 100% anonymous, by the way. Like I won't, even if you comment on Facebook, I'm not going to use your name or anything. Um, I want to talk about the struggles that we're going through and this isn't going to be super heavy, but it's something that we can also like show support for those people that are doing it. Um, and hopefully I think, I don't think it's, I don't think it's going to turn out to be like a super heavy thing this week in my head. It seems like it's going to be a pretty positive thing to do for us all, but mm-hmm. I guess we shall see. Uh, mom, do you want to kick it off with what I'm struggling with? <laughs> yes. <laughs> <laughs> As I just explained for like six minutes, yes, um, yes, yes. Well, you said you, we, you said we could be anonymous. Well, yeah, then you're, yeah, like, you then you're like throwing me out there into the bus. Well, you don't have. I can. I mean, if you want to submit no. on the website, you can. But I, we're we're pretty open with our lives, right? So we are. Um, we are. But we don't so, honestly. If you if you feel uncomfortable, you you know you don't have to. You can submit. I promise you, I won't use your name. So you can also call. Don't forget, you can call eight 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 Kramer eight. Like I just want to really get some struggles out there, so everyone doesn't feel so alone and realize that we're all kind of going through something. And I hope at the same time, what this does this week is not only making you feel so alone, but to remind you that everybody's going through something. 
Mm-hmm. And before you cuss somebody out, <laughs> before you sit, talk trash behind somebody's back or think ill thoughts about somebody, then maybe if you remember this week, I'm hoping it's going to be powerful enough for us to remember that when we're in a bad moment with somebody, that they're probably struggling with something as well. Mm-hmm. So, mom. Okay. Yeah. I'm still Your struggling. struggle transparency. Yeah. I'm still struggling with what my life looks like in retirement. And I've been retired now since 2017. So mm-hmm. I need to be trying to figure this out. It's been five years. Yeah. Um, and I was reminded of that um, when I listened to that podcast that you mentioned last oh, week so from good. that Harvard professor, Arthur Brooks. And I have now bought that book and I can't wait to delve into it. It just came today. I think you'll enjoy um, it. I started listening to it Um I think you'll probably enjoy it more than I'm enjoying it right now uh, because it does talk more about, well, it's, it's, it's great. We'll talk about it later this week, but yes, it's a great yeah. book. Um, and it's about transitioning. And- it's called from strength to strength is what it's called. Right. Um, so okay. if you're looking for a book about, if you're feeling lost in life, uh, this is like a little scientific research of why you may be feeling that way and what you can do about it. So mm-hmm. it's great mm-hmm. so far. I'm only about, mm, I'm listening to it. So, uh, I'm probably like an hour and a half end of like five hours. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. So I'm, you know, uh, in listening to that, I realized that I'm, you know, I'm still struggling with that because I, you know, work was such an important part of my life, um, especially in, in the eight, eight or nine years before I retired. Because I was, you know, literally building the village, right? Um, sure. And it was a lot. It was very intense, but incredibly gratifying work. And I yeah. have no regrets, no regrets about retiring. But I'm still feeling like I'm capable of doing so much mm-hmm. and have so much to give and to offer. And I can't quite figure out what that looks like mm-hmm. where I need to be. Mm-hmm. So. Well, thank you for your transparency. You're welcome. Tru- trouble. Uh, what do I call it? Struggle. Struggle transparency. Struggle maybe. transparency. Yeah. Um, I mean, y'all know what the hell's going on with me. <laughs> <laughs> y'all know exactly what's happening with me. Mm. Um, I, yeah, I'm struggling on like what this next chapter needs to look like. Mm-hmm. Uh, I... <sighs> I'm really struggling with it because I don't even know what it's going to take for me to be happy mm-hmm. and to invest into the things that are going to make me happy. Mm-hmm. And I'm starting to realize, I think it's because I'm struggling with the show right now and not, but Jess is great. Like Jess and I are great, oh, but it's yeah. not, it's not the show I want to do. Um, right. Because we just don't have enough people. Right. We don't have enough people. We don't have enough resources. We don't have enough money. Right. And it's frustrating for me because I want just to get paid more. Mm-hmm. I want to have at least two or three more people, at least two mm-hmm. more people. Uh, and I don't foresee that happening here. But right. then honestly, That's- like packing my life up mm-hmm. and starting all over again also sounds terrible to me. Mm-hmm. unless it was somewhere I was extremely excited to go to, but if it's like, Oh, okay, well here's some availability and 
Kansas City, mm-hmm. you know, like just packing my life up, putting two more years into a show. Because mm-hmm. uh, Jess and I kind of have our groove now, and you know, the show's the show's working okay right mm-hmm. now. Mm-hmm. Uh, so it's like, do I do I just keep do I keep grinding away here in hopes that we can like make it better? Because you know, I've got to, I've got to commit to a contract, which is stressful because it's like, okay, well. You know, you gotta, you gotta you make it work. The dotted line, you're there. But I'm also like terrified of. I'm struggling with the idea of like, if I were to give up radio, like, would that truly make me happier? Mm-hmm. Because I do sacrifice so much. You do. I literally sacrifice so. I've sacrificed my whole life, and this book actually, it's, it's good. Uh, again, it's called From Strength to Strength. And if you want to listen to the podcast version of it, it's uh, Impact Theory is the podcast that he was a, a guest on. And I forget his name right now. But um, it was talking about people that become very successful young really mm-hmm. will struggle the rest of their life trying to chase that feeling forever. When you kind of, and that's kind of what happened to me, right? Like I was in this really small city in Panama city when I was 24, right? By 28, I was being, um, scouted by people all over the country, right? Like Mm -hmm. I I was, we were like, we were like making, you know, they were, they were doing damn articles about it. Like it was just like, we were really really like in like Panama city, we had obviously done really, I know it's like a really small market, so who cares, but we had done really well. Right. And then like people right. all over the country wanted us to come and like, do, you know, we were, we're people we were fighting for us. They were fighting for us, you know? Mm-hmm. And it was saying that like people, it's, it's talking more about athletes, but it says right. that they will be able to become very depressed mm-hmm. later on because they're, they, and, and unless they get that high again, Right. It's like all they know because they've like revolved their life around it. And eventually yes. it has to burn out. Now radio is a little bit different. Cause I mean, I could do this for easily for 10, 20 more years, you know, if, 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 permitting it's not like my body or I'm, not, I'm incapable of doing it. Right. But the problem is, is that this industry is getting so small now. Right. Mm-hmm. So chances are that I'm going to be too expensive. I'm going to be, my ratings aren't going to be good enough or it's not like it was, you know, t- 20 years ago where you could just go in and stay forever. And some people do, but a lot of people don't. Mm-hmm. Um, but then what, but then what, you know, like then what, what am I going to do? If, if this is the only thing in my life that I just strive and work and it's talking about like workaholics, people like that just have to work all the time, which I do. Mm-hmm. It's because you're, um, I definitely have a success addiction. Mm-hmm. Like I'm, a, I'm addicted to success. And so I will now chase it to any city, anything to try to like hit the, like to just to stay on the top of the radio game because of the, all the things it brings to me. Mm-hmm. Right. And that's, that's scary. That's That's, that's hard because I don't like that. I don't like that. I wish I, I wish my life was more well-rounded to where all of my bass, all, like all my eggs are literally in the bat and you can say you get the podcast and that's great, but it's all in this audio, <laughs> you know, 
It's all, all in my career. It's all in my mm-hmm. career. And that's really scary for me. Yeah. Because how much will I sacrifice to just keep, tr- keep trying to hit the high mm-hmm. of being a big radio host? I don't know. Yeah. I don't know. So I'm struggling with the idea. I don't know. I'm struggling and possibly just quitting. Mm-hmm. Um, and by quitting, I mean like giving it up. I'm not saying like I'm going to leave the end of this contract or anything, but I'm saying like, you know, finding my doing something different, doing something different with my, with my, with my life, maybe mm-hmm. this contract, maybe next contract, maybe, maybe two after that. I mean, I don't know, you know, I don't mm-hmm. know. I don't have a plan right now, mm-hmm. but <sighs> I just don't know. It's scary. Um, so I'm just struggling with the idea of like where my life's going to go next. And not being happy with where it is right now, but scared of where it could go. You know, both of them seem scary to me. They're both just kind of like whatever. Anyway, I talked way too long. Uh, That's (laughs) our struggle transparency week. I hope you'll participate. I really do. If you'll email uh, and you can do whatever, just whatever text call, whatever really would like everyone to participate in this. And all this week, we'll kind of drop in some more struggles and then we'll support you through them. Just know you're also not alone in your struggles. So 888-Kramer8, that guy Kramer, Gmail, Facebook, Instagram, that guy Kramer, whatever. Okay. Ma, let's get to our quote. Talked way too much, sorry. Okay. It's from Eleanor C. Wood. And it really corresponds with what we're talking about today. Living is the art of getting used to what we didn't expect. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Right. We, I mean, we never know what's coming around the corner that could change our lives totally. Yeah. You know, it's the unexpected things in life that sometime can, sometimes can be so life-changing and, you know, for the better or for worse. Yeah, absolutely. Um, but it's going to happen. Yeah. We can't plan everything. We can't know what's coming. We just have to be ready for it. I don't think that quote needs much of a story mm-hmm. behind it. I think mm-hmm. you know what I what I have to say. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I think you know my feelings just on the said issue. It. <laughs> I think you know my feelings on the issue. I just keep thinking <laughs> something might happen though, you know, like I don't know. Mm-hmm. It, it, anything. I could meet I somebody, I could uh, you know, like like uh, things change and especially in this industry. I could get a call tomorrow. That's how it worked in, in going to San Diego was right. I literally would felt like so trapped in a situation mm-hmm. in Phoenix and not really not having anything else lined up. So I was like, I should probably just resign because I don't want to be without, without a job. Mm-hmm. And then literally I just took a leap of faith said, I'm not going to sign this contract. And then two weeks later is when Gina reached out to me. So it was kind of just, it was just crazy. Right. You never know. You just never know. Today you could change your life forever. No. Every you think about me, take it, do this for a second. Think how many days have already changed your life forever. That you never expected to have. You met your spot. You met your partner. Um, a job came into your life. A friend came into your life, and you you didn't walk into that day having any idea, right? Like this day today could be the cha- the day that changes your life. Yeah. So it's kind of crazy to think that way, right? Mm-hmm. Mom, have you uh, you been taking your AG one every day? I surely have. And your thoughts? Well, I'm definitely sleeping better, and I yeah, think it, and I think it does. Um. It does increase my energy. Yeah. Yeah. Definitely. My mom and I have been trying this AG1 from Athletic Greens, which is this, I don't know if I want to call it a powder, but I guess it is. It's like a- uh, uh, It's a powder. 
It's 75. <laughs> this is what it is officially. 75 high-quality vitamins, minerals, whole food source superfoods, probiotics, and, and, and adaptogens. There's a word. Adaptogens that start your day off right. So I've just been taking it every morning. It's been great for my uh, constipation issues. <laughs> If I'm being honest, I've been sick. So, I mean, I guess it's good for my immune system, right? Mm-hmm. Energy, recovery, focus, aging, all the things. It is a powder. Yeah. You just take it once a day and you just I take it first thing in the morning. I think you're supposed to take it first thing in the morning and you, um, yeah, you just drop it in some water, fill it up. It's great stuff, man. It really is. Um, I do, I, I do feel the benefits of it. And that's one, one thing we were kind of taking it together to figure out. We both feel good from it. And I do, mm-hmm. I feel really good about it. Um, Me too. I've it's, got my travel packs ready to go. Yeah, I know. The mm-hmm. um, the Athletic Greens uses the best of the best products based on the latest science. Uh, it's um, there's a bunch, bunch of third t- party testing, so like you know, it's good. It's three dollars a day if we're going to break it down. Okay, it's actually less than three dollars a day, and so that's way cheaper than a cup of coffee. If you're like, well, I can't afford it, well, stop going to Starbucks so much then. Or Duncan. <laughs> yes. It's got uh, over 70,000 five-star reviews. And it really is. I, I recommend it. Try it for a month and see how you feel with this daily powder called AG1 from Athletic Greens. And of course, I have a discount for you. Mm-hmm. Um, or you're actually going to get a bonus because you listen to this podcast. To make it easy, Athletic Greens is going to give you a one-year supply of immune-boosting vitamin D and free travel packs with your first purchase. All you need to do is go to athleticgreens.com slash Kramer. Again, that's athleticgreens.com slash Kramer and take ownership over your health and pick up the ultimate daily nutritional insurance. It's AG1 from Athletic Greens and athleticgreens.com slash Kramer. This episode is brought to you by Visit Williamsburg. In Williamsburg, Virginia, there's never too much of a good thing. Whether you're a foodie, a golfer, a history buff, a shopaholic, an outdoor enthusiast, or a thrill seeker, you'll find what you came for here and more. So ask yourself, what is it you want? Discover Williamsburg and plan your trip at visitwilliamsburg.com. Another day is here and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. All right. Certified fans, I'm getting a little nervous. I got to be honest with you. This may be the first month we don't hit our goal. <laughs> oh. Um, we uh, Certified fans, explain mom certified fans really quick. Okay. They're the wonderful people that support us with $6 a month. They join our Facebook fan page. They get discounts on merch. They get mama text. And they get the first breaking news if anything is happening. And oh, yeah. They- and they get a shout out on a show. Oh yeah. Uh-huh. uh-huh. Um, and it's six dollars a month, and we really need three people this month to keep us on track. And um we have not 
gotten three people. And to be mm-hmm. exact, we've gotten zero people this month. So if you've been thinking about it, this would be a great time to hop in and support our show. It's uh, If you text the word FANS, F-A-N-S, to 888-Kramer8, 888-Kramer8, and we can uh, get you signed up real fast. And uh, yeah. thank you so much for all of our certified fans that support our show. And uh, yeah, since nobody's new, we're going to spin our wheel of certified fans. And you can't hear it for some reason. I don't know why. Oh, the volume's off. Okay, it's <laughs> spinning. Just imagine it's spinning. I'm not trying to wait. There we go. Okay. Um, certified fan is 396 today. It's okay. kind of recent. 396. Um, we are going to say hello to... Uh, scroll, 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 scroll. Kelly O. Kelly O. Okay. From Decatur, Georgia. All right. Kelly Georgia O. Has girl. been a certified fan now since uh, almost a year. Coming up on a, well, about eight, nine months now. Kelly, thank you mm. so much for all of your yeah. support. So happy to have you as a certified fan. Yes, and for you, this is your bonus whoop whoop. Yes. Whoop whoop to Kelly O. From Georgia. Appreciate Love you. Text the word Georgia fans. Girls. If you don't want to text, you can also go on the show notes or certifiedmamasboy.com and join over there. Uh, also, it is Monday, so I want to remind you we are sending out mama texts today. Uh, mama texts are motivational texts from my mom once a week. And if you don't get those for free, it's a free service. Um, then text the word fans, F A N S. I'm sorry, no. Text the word hello. Text the <laughs> word hello. Don't text it to the Kramer number, though. Text it to 833 mama text that's 833-M-A-M-A-T-E-X-T 833-MAMA-TEXT just text the word hello and you'll get subscribed and you'll get weekly motivational text from my mom and mm-hmm. again that's a free that's a free service you get bonus ones if you're a certified fan but um, your uh, yeah 833-MAMA-TEXT for a motivational text from my mom or you can just go in the show notes if you're forget the number or certifiedmamasboy.com alright mom that's going to do it for you today I okay, love honey. you. I'll see you in just a couple of days. Yeah, I can't wait. You love you forever. If you are new to our podcast, you may not know this, but on Monday, we do something called um, Mental Health Monday. And Leah Aguirre is my therapist friend. And we just come on and talk things that you would talk about in therapy, but just kind of out loud. Leah thinks that she just had the best breakup ever. And those... <laughs> um, <laughs> we... You know, if you listen to this podcast regularly, you, uh, Leah talked about a couple months ago about she has a boyfriend now, but she's scared to say it. Was he your boyfriend? Was, was it, was, yeah, was it boyfriend uh, status? We talked about, it, I think he was my boyfriend, which was probably January or something. Okay. So it's been a minute. Uh, he is no longer your boyfriend. <laughs> oh, so not. just a sweeping statement there. If he is no longer your boyfriend, no. but that should be the title. <laughs> uh, yeah, he's no longer my boyfriend. Yeah. Uh, but I mean, I don't feel like a lot of people walk away from ending relationships saying that was the best breakup ever. I don't care if it's a friend breakup, a dating breakup, a divorce. I think most people have animosity, mm-hmm. not a lot of good feelings based on breaking up, no matter what side you're on, right? Like, the, I don't just, I just don't feel like that's like a common statement. Like, oh my God, the breakup is so great. Um, I didn't say that, but, but, it but was, Leah thinks she's accomplished it y'all. So let's all step back and watch her do her magic here. Cause I don't know what she did. So, so I'm human. And so I, this will air a little bit later. Right. But um, 
I'm still sad. There's still feelings of loss. And it's it's weird to go from having a partner and having someone to do things with to not. And I do miss him in a lot of ways. Like we just shared similar humor. And so it's, it's just that part's hard. Mm-hmm. But ultimately... I, I recognize shortly, not shortly, I recognize honestly after, so we, I, I'll go into it, not in detail, but like, so he, we had a conversation. I broke up with him kind of impulsively. I do this in all relationships when they're, when they're not going well. And wait, what I, happened? <laughs> what? Do, do go in detail about that. What does that mean? Well, no, no. So it wasn't anything. Like, so it was just um about meeting family and we had talked about it. There was, he was like, yeah. Him meeting yours or you meeting his? No, him meeting mine. His, yeah. Because my family's close. Um, he's from the other side of the country. <laughs> I won't specify. <laughs> <laughs> but what, is that, what does that have to do with anything? Oh, wait. No. Oh, so that's why you couldn't meet his family. Is that what you're trying to say? Right, yes. Yeah. Okay. So you wanted to meet your family. He didn't want to. And so you said- No, no, no. So he you. wanted- No, so we- Okay, let me tell the story. <laughs> so, we, so we had talked about it and he was like, honestly, he was like, yeah, let's do it. We both had trips. We were doing. We were saying, let's do it after these trips. So it was like a month after we had that conversation. I revisited the conversation. He's like, yeah, this. I said, is this weekend work? He said, yes. Then I talked to my parents. We picked a day on that weekend. I went back to tell him, and he goes, oh yeah, maybe. And damn. After yeah, and it was really. And then you said, I'm breaking up with you. No, 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 no. So I. Also, there's a lot of sarcasm. Like he's super dry, and so he'll say things sometimes, like that are very that's very sarcastic. And then I'll be like, and I'm very sensitive, so as you know. So then I'll say something like, "Was that sarcasm?" And he'll be like, "He usually be like, yeah, like you know." So I was, but I felt very even if it was sarcasm, I was like, "Okay, bro, like this is a very vague and kind of a cryptic response to something that we already talked about and something that's a little bit more serious." And also for about a week, I was starting to feel like we, again, we spoke every day and he, he was actually pretty reserved in general across the relationship. He's just more quiet than I am. I'm very, well, and I talk about my feelings and everything I'm thinking all the time. And he's like the opposite. Right. So he's like very introverted to begin with, but also very close, I think. Um, so the last few weeks, so I noticed something was different, even though I saw him, even though we talked, it just, I, and I'm really, I think it's probably because of what I do. I'm super intuitive. Like I just know like a shift. Mm-hmm. Sometimes people, friends would always be like, no, you're like overreacting. And I'm like always on, it's you know, the with, shift. you know, with FT, I knew, I knew. <laughs> I knew. FT. <laughs> FT is one of her previous guys. So anyways, so. Um, I reached, I pretty much sent a te- text saying like, like I, you know, let's talk. We, we texted a little bit. We, that night I pretty much said, you know, when you respond and with something so vague, it makes me really, it makes me question where you stand in the relationship. I don't know where, how you're feeling. And we've, we had this talk throughout the relationship where I'd be, I'd be like my love language, I would say is definitely words of affirmation. And then probably quality time. And so I don't really need a lot of like, um, like gifts, like I, you know, whatever, right? Like right. I'm very much, I need like, and I don't even need to see you that often if, if I know like we're still connected, we're still talking. I really appreciate communication. Yeah. And um, so that 
I, there, there have been a couple conversations that before where I'd be like, do you even like me? And I'd be like, emotion, you know, not, I wouldn't say it like that. I'd be like, I don't know how you're feeling. Like, is this mutual? Like, is, is this one? Right. He'd, he'd always be like, no, it's mutual. Some may say that's anxious attachment. Yes. Oh, for sure. I okay. definitely have that. Yeah. I'm such I'll a therapist now. Look yes, at me. I'm such a therapist. Absolutely. No. So then, but he always, he always like, yeah, no, I, I definitely like you. I care about you. Whatever. He'd be, but, but you're, you're, you need, you need to hear it. And he wasn't saying I'm not even hear that. I just need to hear like, even like, um, like, good to see you or I can't wait to, like, even stuff like that I don't need to hear because I think I just got none of that so it was yeah. like I'm like do when you when we hang out is this even fun for you like I don't know right and so um because he's reserved too I would like I had to ask because I didn't want to assume so I was actually trying to be direct and communicate versus being like he hates me like I don't know why you would hate me but anyway so um this is that we had conversations like this before similarly but this was a little bit more like hey this is like I need directness. I need communication because this yeah. is just feeling like more one-sided or that I'm putting more effort into it. And I, and then I, he's, he acknowledged he was pulling back and that, um, essentially was worried about meeting the parents because what if he decided to move back to the East coast? I, and he had never mentioned that. And, and it just became a bigger conversation. Right. 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 And so essentially he was like, yeah, I'm like, kind of like this week I started thinking about like maybe moving back. And so I really don't want to hurt you. So then I right away said, okay, so what's the point and ended it. Right. And that's my like defense mechanism. I don't want to talk sure. through it. I'm just going to be like, let's end it. So we ended it. And then the next night you're like, JK, JK. No, no, no. He was so It's me. JK, JK, JK. The number I was like, I was so hurt. Right. Cause it just like, I felt some disconnect, but I was just like so hurt because I've spent a good like a, a, over five months with this person, and um, he had called or he texted me the night after, like a whole day after, and I was kind of relieved because I was like that sucked how it ended. We talked on the phone and we agreed to talk in person later that weekend, which we did. And in that conversation, I learned a lot more about him than I ever had ever learned ever. And he was mm -hmm. more emotional than I'd ever, well, just not a lot. You're of like, oh, now you got emotions. Totally. <laughs> well, and you could tell that it, I guess I learned, I'm like, oh, he does care about me. Like this is yep. hard for him, but it became like just this, he's not sure he's not happy with a lot of aspects of his life. This kind of reminds me of you. Cause it's like, oh, okay. <laughs> like, you know, the guy just broke up with it cause he sucks. That reminds me of you. <laughs> no, but like, just not knowing what you want to do with your life. Like there's right, right, you're right. not happy with, you're not yeah. sure where things are going. Like there's, and then I think there's a lot of unhappiness with himself. I think there's more mental health stuff than I was probably aware of, but, but it was hard cause I try not to pry and I try not to be a therapist. Right. So with people I'm dating or my friends, I'm not going to be a therapist and like try to be like, so how are you feeling? I don't do that. Yeah, so, Let's go. Let's go to the root of the problem. Right. Well, so, so, okay. So we see the problem, but where, so you said this is the best breakup ever. Like, what, when did we get to the best breakup? So, okay. So we had that conversation. I said, let's have a break. You think about it. Like, let's just take some space. Right. You talk to friends. Cause he had not, he had not talked to anyone. We took a break. And during that break, I did realize I missed him. So that was like, I was sad and I was open to having, you know, more conversations. I also realized I knew not, nothing about him. Cause I only, I learned almost like everything about him in that one conversation in person. Right. After we had broken up than I'd ever known through that the five months. Right. And so I, we took space. Um, and then we like talked the following week and, the thing was, nothing was really like not not that I expected a decision to be made, but I I thought that he there would be talking with family and that he would maybe like 
sort through what he was going through more, but he yeah. didn't. And he wasn't really proactive about that. And I think he felt a little less anxious because we hadn't been seeing each other. So I think he felt like he was kind of avoiding the problem essentially. Right, then. right, right. But by the time we, I saw him, um, again, it was super comfortable, super normal. It was, I felt really connected the day after he was being weird again. And so I, I called and I was like, you know, I'm, I'm patient and I'm understanding, but at this point, I pretty much said I need more, you know, and even if you're trying to figure it out, I don't know what's going on most of the time. And I need, I need to be communicated with. And I need, I essentially learned I need someone who's not even like about their feelings, but just tells me what's going on and knows what they want. You know what I mean? In life, like not just me, just, I I am at this place where I, you know, I'm very, I have a great family. I have a very good social support system here. I have a career. I have like, I have my hobbies, you know, I am very established. I know what I want and I don't think he's there. Right. And so I think it was really sad because I care deeply about him. Like I really do. And to see him sad and hurt was really, really hard. I also realized I'm like being so maternal and like giving, giving, giving that I wasn't getting the nerd, like the like the emotional support I needed in that moment, if that makes sense. Like he wasn't dismissive. Like he would ask if I was okay and stuff, but I feel like I was like doing all the, like just kind of like all the emotion, you know, the emotional stuff and not getting it back in return. So you think this is the best breakup ever because you're pretty much like, Hey, for the first time, I know exactly what I want. Totally. And I was able to stand up for that versus like, well, it's good enough about him. Like, it's really, you know, like I really, I care about him. I cared about him. It's he's, he's a really kind, great person. So it's like, it's sad. It sucks. But then I was like, okay, well this leaves an op. This is an opportunity for me to meet someone who can be more communicative. I think it's a really good way to look at it. Right. Again, it's not like I'm like jumping for joy and like, you know, like I'm like in this great space, like all the time right now, because it's still fresh, but like, but I feel like it, I, I'm approaching it way differently than I would have done like five, eight years ago. Sure. And that's yeah. got to feel good. Now, do you think he would also say it's the best breakup ever? Because <laughs> I always feel like it's the person that wanted to do the breaking up and considers it to be. A- I mean, I think he knows I cared about him. Like it wasn't like a, it really was, there was no animosity. Like, he's, like there was nothing. Right. It wasn't that. It was sad. I don't think he would, I don't know if he'd say it's the best breakup ever. By the way, we're using that phrase, Kramer, Kramer's using that because I'm using it as like, I'm talking about best breakups ever in a book. But anyways. I don't like, I wouldn't, I don't like go tell everyone that this is, but, but it feels like compared to everything I've been through in relationships, this has been like a very mature (laughs) relationship that has actually helped me learn a lot about myself and not have hard feelings towards the person. Like it, it sucks, right? Like I'm not saying it doesn't suck. So there's still feelings there, but it's it's almost like you stood up for what you wanted versus like just being unhappy, but you're in a relationship and you got a lot of your needs met, you know? Yeah. Uh, well, there you go. There you I go. think that's actually really cool. And I think that's really mature of you. Thanks. And um, I, I, single Leah is a very funny person. No, you, <laughs> you say this. You didn't text me either. And I, I think it's because we just went in our Leah little fight. Talks to me because I'm a boyfriend. So we'll be friends again now for a little bit of time. And then all of a sudden, a boyfriend comes in. Well, we no, don't you run. didn't. Okay. No, 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 no. No, no, no. No, no, no. 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 So, so I'll talk to you. I get at least a few more months of friendship. That's cool. Um, <laughs> Leah. <laughs> Leah. Yes, has got a, uh, she's really, well, obviously you see, she's super open and this is how she does her therapy too. Like she's just very, she's just real. Well, I don't talk about my breakups in therapy, but I am open about <laughs> your clients are like, can we talk about me now? You're like, I know. No. 
No, this is definitely not, but I, no, but I'm saying like, but you're just a real person. That's what I like about it, you know? And uh, I would say that you're a modern therapist. Wouldn't you say, see what I did there? That was better than the other one. That just give your Instagram. Follow me (laughs) on Instagram at your modern therapist. I link my website and all my, um, oh gosh, my blogs from psychology today and all that good stuff that I'm doing. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. All right. You know what's super crazy? Listen to this. This is so un Steven Yancey slash Kramer of me. Is I'm like 90% packed for my trip to New York. Like what? Usually I'm the guy running around the night before trying to get everything done, you know? But I'm literally, I took some time this weekend to like pack up. I'm like, oh, this is so adult of me. This is what 39 must feel like. Finally getting my act together over here. I really want to hear about what you're struggling with, not to like rub in your face, but just have a little transparency about it. And I'd love for you to comment or share or post or do whatever you want just to like, let's get the vibes going about, hey, we're all struggling and everybody's struggling with something. And uh, so don't feel alone. And let's not forget that when we're relating to one another, that we're all literally struggling with something right now. So get in touch with me. Okay. Love you. Let's have the best week ever. Okay, that's it for today. Thanks for listening to my son's podcast, Certified Mama's Boy. Be sure to review and subscribe and tell your friends. Love you forever.